You're very loud. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. It's a nice compliment. Welcome, everybody, to the Inner Circle Podcast Network presentation of The Slimmer Circle. What's good, everybody? My name is Jason Almy. I'm joined by my wife, Christina Almy. Hey, everyone. Hey. She's a registered dietitian nutritionist. She's board certified and licensed to practice medical nutrition therapy, which means she's smarter than all of us, at least when it comes to nutrition. I'm a certified strength and conditioning specialist and a master's student in nutrition science at the University of New Hampshire. I say all that to say that we are credible with the topics that we are going to discuss. I also want to mention uh, that this show is brought to you by Almy Be Well, a private nutrition and dietetics practice with several specialties, including weight loss, uh, diabetes management, pre- and post-op bariatric surgery, uh, amongst a few other things. Uh, the internet has a lot of nutrition information. There's a lot of so-called experts out there. Uh, there's a lot of articles on, on HuffPo. There's, there, there's just a lot of crap out there that you got to sift through. But if you've got a legitimate medical condition, something like Crohn's or diabetes, if you've got heart disease, if you use prescription medications, uh, the wrong advice could be a waste of time or worse, it, it could actually hurt you. So uh, consulting a licensed professional is the best way to make sure that you're receiving health advice and nutrition education that's evidence-based. It's based on studies. It's based on research. Uh, it's accepted by the medical community. So go to almybewell.com or email Christina, that's Christina with a C-H, Christina at almybewell.com to learn more. Our guest this week on the Slimmer Circle is a gentleman by the name of Timothy Big Slim Perry. Uh, you can find him on social media at Big Slim, right? Big Slim Fitness. Big Slim Fitness. Uh-huh. Are you on Instagram, Twitter, all of the all of the socials as well as Facebook? Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Do you want me to call you Tim, Timothy, Big Slim? What, what do you prefer for people to know you as? Um, my, my social media is a bit slim, but you can call me by my name. It's, it's Timothy Perry, so okay. I'm not too big on titles. Uh, my official title is King Shit of Fuck Mountain, but I don't make anybody <laughs> stick to that either. I don't, I'm not one for formality, so. <laughs> so I appreciate you taking some time to talk to us today. Um, I, I think with this show, I really want to speak to people who have done the weight loss thing and um, have been very successful at reducing their body weight because I think uh, everybody wants to know how it's done and they want to, you, you want to hear from somebody who's like walk the walk, right, honey? Mm-hmm, I agree. I think that's going to be the gist of, of the conversation today. And I think my wife and I are just going to try and guide that a little bit um, by asking you some questions about that. And I want to say too, I mean, obviously your, your weight loss journey is obviously what caught my eye where it's so um, so grand. So I look, I really look forward to chatting with you and just hearing your story. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. If you don't mind my asking, how heavy were you at your highest weight? 400 pounds. 400 pounds. And 400. how much do you weigh currently? 180. Wow. So you can do some pretty easy math, everyone out there. That's 220 pound weight reduction. Yes. So that's more than half of his his highest weight that you've reduced. That's, um, yes, that is a pretty tremendous weight loss. How old were you when you were at your peak of your weight? Um, 25, 26. Yeah. 25, 26 around that area. 
Were you single at that time? Yes. Okay. Did you feel like at that time that your your weight impacted your like dating ability, your ability to attract a partner to date? Um, really, my weight never bothered me. It never, it never, it never faced me because. Um, okay. It wasn't an issue for me because I was who I was. I was comfortable with who I was. But um, dating, it wasn't such a big thing for me. If it happened, it happened. If it did, it did it. So um, mm-hmm. I was comfortable with who I was, and I knew who I was. But uh, it came to a point where the weight, yeah, was a big issue for my health. So, um, what kind of health stuff did you bump into? Did you have a, a- uh, an experience like at a doctor's appointment where they said, Hey, you've got diabetes or you've got a cardiomyopathy. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I remember back in 2014, 2014 was one of my worst years because of my backbone, my spinal. Um, mm-hmm. I, had, I had several visits to the chiropractor because of back pain and, um, uh, it all boiled down to your, your overweight for your, for your frame. And, um, mm-hmm. They was telling me that I had disc on my vertebrae that was um, deteriorating. Um, they okay. did X-rays. They did adjustments. It happened all 2014, and it was like you know, pretty soon you're gonna need that surgery because you're gonna become unable to move. That means you're gonna become mm-hmm. homebound because of your weight. And um, mm-hmm. sitting for sitting for like um, sitting just for like 30 minutes straight uh, will have my back completely on fire I mean I mean I was going through some serious things um my backbone um it was visits after visits to get my backbone real realigned readjusted real uh so I can be comfortable the doctor pretty much he told me no I'm gonna tell you straight if you don't uh lose the weight you're gonna have surgery for your backbone um yeah I didn't listen I know you know it, it went in one ear the other ear you know I wasn't listening I was going and and um matter of fact I wasn't listening but I did try to lose weight at the same time like um it didn't it didn't phase me what he was telling me but at the same time I wanted to be healthier so I tried to lose weight and I tried to go and do um cardio like uh taking walks at the park or uh, walks at a track and I tried to do that on my own. Okay. And that was a major failure because of my eating habits were still the same. Um, I see. You can do as much cardio, weightlifting you want to, but if your eating habits are still the same, you will not lose a pound. And my eating habits was um, a big issue for me. So back in 2014, I struggled with my backbone, and then it came down to, um, it came down to me having holes in my sides. When I say holes, I mean I saw uh, the pink meat in both of my sides. So like a hernia? No, it was because of the of the folds, the, the the fat folds, you know, the the rolls. And you uh, know, once you don't give um, certain areas like oxygen or if, if there is skin that's on top of skin for so long 
um, it's like it's no it's no arrogant to it, so it it, it starts yeah. to break down. Yeah. yeah, like bed sores that folks get when they're correct, correct. Because I remember that would be nice. Yeah, no mornings. I I wake up in the mornings and um, I would have blood on my sheets because of the sores. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then it came down to uh, 2016 of me being diagnosed with diabetes, and so. It was a it was a domino effect on me. It was my backbone, then the then the bed sores and the bleeding, and then diabetes and high blood pressure. So it was um, going downhill. Yeah. So you were really starting to experience some of the negative health consequences yes. of uh, the the four hundred pounds. And by the way, when your doctor says. 400 pounds is too much weight for your frame size. I want to see the person who has a frame size that would be appropriate for 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like Andre the Giant. He got to be like seven and a half feet tall. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, mm-hmm. like, show me the dude that can hold 400 pounds healthfully. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And, and so before we jump into um, like how you transformed and what you did, I, I was curious as to what you think led you to that point of you know hitting the 400 like what what about your lifestyle and and whatever brought, got you there um just to eating um constantly uh consistent years of just bad eating habits um not even knowing not being educated about eating you know just thinking that it's the way of life you know i'm from the south i'm from georgia so mm-hmm. you know things are not things are not you know it's not a big thing for health is not a big thing for fitness down here in the, in the south um, maybe in Atlanta but deep south it is not such a big problem to lose weight or to or to mm-hmm. be fit you know you live your life you eat you know that, that's what it is down here it seems more culturally acceptable to be yeah. overweight and even the lower end of the obese scale yeah it, it is I live yeah. 30 years in Georgia so I'm mostly in the metro Atlanta area where, like you said, maybe people are a little bit more health conscious, but if you get a little outside of the city, I mean, even in the city, you've got, um, fried chicken on every chicken corner. and waffles, you've I've got biscuits, you've got gravy. I mean, where do people go in Atlanta? It's pretty much just the upbringing. Yeah. It's like, um, you can't teach. I mean, you know, if you're not to be a doctor or a nurse, you got to learn how to, how to be a doctor or nurse or a teacher. So the same thing goes with eating. It, 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 it is it got to be learned. You know, it's not um, you see in your environment or in your culture, you're gonna follow behind it. So um, yeah, when it's not enforced to eat correctly, um, you don't know that you're doing it incorrectly until it's too late or you have health problems. Um, with me, mm-hmm. it was it was just that. I was the kind of guy that, you know, I was always, you know, able to eat what I wanted to eat. Um, It was at my fingertips, no matter what. Um, And I did not see anything, anything wrong with it. Were you an athlete as a younger man when you were like a teenager? When I was, I was uh, middle school, high school. I wasn't big. Okay. I wasn't big at all. You know, we, we had, we had gym classes back then and in gym classes, you know, you're going to run four laps and you're going to do push-ups and sit-ups and you're going to do weight rooms and PE helped to keep a lot of us in shape. And then, you know, soon after school, you know, you, you, you finish school, um, you're on your own. 
you don't have you don't mm, you, don't, you yeah. don't have that coach to 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 make you um, exercise. So um, my weight pretty much started to pile up on me around about 2009, 2010, and it just and it just really got okay. out of control around about. <clears throat> 2014 and 16, it really, it really became a problem. So I what said. would be like a day of eating? Like what, what did your intake look like? Um, my calorie intake a day was, was over 6,000. Okay. So you calculated that by tracking your food at some point? No, when, when I, when I, when I, when I finally learned how to do, um, uh, when I finally learned about weight loss and calories and, and, um, and how everything works with food, um, I began to remember everything that I, I was doing in a day, in a daily time. Um, mm-hmm. I remember just going and buying sweets, cookies, and pies, and fast food restaurants. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you this right here. It was it's the honest truth. Uh, nobody could ride with me in my car because I had a floorboard full of fast food restaurant bags. I would, I would, oh, I, wow. I would, I would literally eat from. Three fast food restaurants a day. Okay, which wow. one was your favorite? What was your favorite fast food? Food was a food was a, was a drug to me. So having food as a drug to me, it, it was not a um, I was not picky. <laughs> if that makes sense, makes sense to you. Okay, you didn't have a drug of choice. Like some folks prefer alcohol, some folks prefer yeah heroin, or some prefer cocaine. I personally prefer Chick Fil A. Yeah, that's kind of my smack right there. Is the Chick Fil A. Uh, so I didn't know if you had maybe like, what was your go-to, uh, but it sounds like fast food three times a day. It sounds like yes. snacks at various times, just kind of whatever, whenever. But you know what though, um, today, today in 2019, I am not ashamed to admit it. I, I'm not ashamed to say that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed to, to, to tell what I have, what I've done because, what I did to myself was done by me and, and nobody else. Um, did nobody put a gun to my head yeah. and make me eat that food? It was it was a it was a self thing. It, it was it came from me. So um, my health, my body issues, the, the diabetes, the high blood pressure, the backbone, the sores, all of that problem became because of me. I can't point fingers and say, no, you did this, you did that. No, I can point fingers at me because I did that. So it sounds like you have a high level of accountability for the health place you found yourself in in 2016. Do you think that was useful for you in terms of pulling yourself out as well, that you couldn't blame it on anyone else, that you you accepted that I did this and I'm in control of my health, I can undo this? Would you think that that was part of your your maybe thought process? It is because when anything in life that you want, you want to overcome or you want to, um, to get past, like, um, some people have been molested and raped and beat, you know, spouse abuse and, you know, have no drugs and everything yeah. until you look into the mirror mm-hmm. and you accept your part in it. Cause I'm not, I'm not saying that people who have been molested have a part in that because they, they, they do not. But anything else besides like, like, Overeating for me, I had to accept that. I had to not point fingers mm-hmm. because it yeah. was my doing. And and once I realized and accepted who I was, it became so much easier for me to change that. 
because then I knew what I have, what, what I did yeah. wrong. Um, when, when you when you don't know any better, you don't you don't do better. Yeah. And it, it came to it came to the point where it was like you know, change your eating habits, and 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 exercise or die. And and I refused to be a burden on my family because I I can see myself when I had when I, my backbone was so out of shape and it was so um it was breaking down and that that were days where I couldn't even walk. That was days I couldn't even walk. So I was gonna be somebody's burden. Um, I was gonna be somebody's somebody's headache. Yeah. Somebody in my family was gonna have to take care of me. And the thing about it is, yeah, um, I could see that if I if I had had um, cancer or if I was born if I, I didn't have a, a a leg or arm, I had I was I was I was a full able body young man. And and it was mm-hmm. no reason for me to be somebody's burden because of what I did to myself. And once they told me, you know, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna pretty much be bed bound or you're gonna die in your sleep. Mm. Yeah. So my, my thing my thing was, you know, if, if you die in your sleep, that's suicide. Because you could have changed that. You could have changed that. You could have fixed that. Yeah. If you if you saw the writing on the wall and you could have you could have changed things years ago. Yeah. It's not a slow, it's not a fast death either. I mean, it's not, it's not like, uh, you know, a car wreck or something that just happens fast and, and, and you're gone. It's like you, unfortunately, you're a victim in a lot of ways because you suffer from a lot of your, you mentioned your back, you mentioned the sores that you felt. That type of thing was only going to get worse and that was only going to kind of draw out you're suffering in those final years. So, I mean, it's, it's awesome that you recognize that and you said, F this, I'm going to make a change. How was that diabetes diagnosis? Um, I was, I was working in Albany and I was, um, I was a parapro in Albany and, um, I remember just one day I just didn't feel right. I, I, I didn't feel good at all. And, uh, I was in the hall, I was in the hall with the kids and I was just, I just felt dizzy. And I, I didn't feel right at all. And so we went to the classroom and uh, the kids asked me, are you okay, Mr. Perry? And I was like, no, go on and get the rest of me. So she came back and she said, do you mind me? Do you mind if, if I uh, do your blood sugar for you? I said, no, I don't mind you doing that. So she came, she came back when she knew the machine and everything. And, uh, yeah. My blood sugar level was over 400. Wow. wow. And she said, do you know you're a diabetic? I said, no, I'm not diabetic. She said, yes, you are. She said, I hate to tell you, but you know, no, she, no, no. She said, she said, the numbers don't lie. You are diabetic and the numbers this high, you have to leave the school now. You can't, you can't be here today. You got, you got to go home. So the uh, principal allowed yeah. me to go home and um, I came home and I went to the doctor and I was, we can't let these children see you die. No, no, that would have been a, a bad thing. <laughs> that been a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, and and the thing about it was, it, it was a silent killer because it was it it took more than just one day or one month. It was it was years of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you don't get you don't get a, a, a blood sugar reading at four hundred over a day. Yeah, that, that 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 takes years. Yeah, and you don't always feel it. You feel normal. I, I felt normal. I mean, you know, until that day, I, I felt dizzy. Yeah. You know, that day I felt dizzy. You get kind of used to it. Yeah. Um, I'm a type one diabetic. So I, I use insulin and everything like that. But when I was diagnosed, I was quite high as well. 
And so sometimes people will ask me, do you feel, do you feel it when you're 250 or 300? I say, no, you don't. You really don't feel it until you've had time to let some of those diabetic ketoacidosis symptoms kick in like dehydration. Then you'll begin to feel it, but sometimes it's a really slow burn. And so it's easy for you to be walking around at 400 Mm -hmm. and not realize it because you're almost conditioned to feeling that way because it didn't happen overnight. It did happen over a long period of time, like you said. Yes. And, and that right now was a wake up call for me. That was a wake up call for me. And you are a diabetic. So I came to the doctor and and, and they they did the the, the test and everything. They said, you know what? You are diabetic. You are diabetic. And you you are 400 pounds. You are diabetic. And the doctor did not take it light on me. He, he, he went right in on me. He said, you know what? You are a big guy. You are 400 pounds and you are you are 20, I, I, I was about 28, 29 then. You're 29 and, and, and um, you are a young man. And I'm, I'm going to mm. tell you this. One night you're going to go to sleep and you will not wake up. Damn. Mm. You are a ticking time bomb for your own death. And um, that, that, that struck a nerve because my, my granddad had died from, uh, he died in his sleep. So, yeah. Uh, That's scary shit, too, because you'll be laying down to go to bed and you'll be like, is this the night? Like, is this the night I, I close my eyes and that's it? And you know what? Back in 2016, that, that was in November 2016. And I said, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose the weight next year. That was, that was 2017. So when, so when um, the first year came around for 2017, I went to the park and I, I couldn't even walk a mile. I couldn't even walk a lap. I, 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 got, I got halfway around the court and I stopped. Because I was in so yeah. much pain, my back was hurting, my, my legs was hurting, and I just gave up. And I said, you know what, you know, try, if you try, give up, give up. And I went home and I was defeated. I felt so bad. I felt, you know, I felt like, you know, okay, you're going to die. You're going to die because of, of, of what you have done for so for so many years to yourself. You're going to die. Yeah. Months went on, and, and finally, May 1st, 2017, something clicked. Something clicked in my mind. Either you're going to stay here and die, or you're going to fight to live. So I began to I began to do some researches about, you know, about weight loss and, and I did YouTube videos and I read articles about weight loss. And the one thing that came to my that came that I kept on seeing was calories. I was like, what is what is calories? What what is this word calories? What is this? And um that was my main focus was that word calories. Cause I cause I, I kept seeing it in the videos and, and, and in in articles and documents and everything the word calories. And I learned that mm-hmm. calories are energy. Food, food is an energy source. Yeah. And uh, I learned that your body burns energy through the food you eat. And if you are eating beyond what your body is burning, then you gain weight. So then I had to learn how much weight, how much calorie my body was burning at, in a day's, day's time. I began to... Um, do my own personal experiment on myself, you know, see how much calories I can eat a day to lose a pound or gain a pound and this and that, you know, and I, and I learned how, I learned how my body operates. Yeah. It became, it became very self-talk. 
uh, even with it, even with GM, it came self-taught for me. Um, Aiden self-taught. I was wondering if you had maybe seen a uh, registered dietitian after your diabetes diagnosis. I mean, what was their, um, did they have any continuance of care for you? I mean, after delivering a diabetes diagnosis, I would like to think that they then would set up other appointments for you so that you can begin to move through this care and treatment process. They did. Uh, I, no, I had, you know, okay. they, they told me to come back. You know, they gave me the metformin, just the diabetic medic- medication. And they gave okay. me to it gave yeah. me a month's um, supply of it, and they told me to to take this for a full month, and we're going to see how you know your your body operates with you know how, how function with this medication. And um, okay, my first day of taking it, I was in the bed. It made me sick. I, I could not even. I could not even get out of the bed. I was. I was vomiting. I was. It just made me feel. Made me feel wow. very sick. And uh, I told myself, I said, you know, I don't want, I want to, I don't want to be on medication. I don't want this right here. This is not gonna make you feel. I don't want this right here. Yeah. And um, I went back, and they told me, you know, to eat this, you know, to eat that, you know, I gave me a, a list of things to eat to cut back on, and um, um, it was mostly vegetables and um, proteins, and cut out the carbs and cut out the sodium, the, the sodas, and um, the starches. And I, I, I fought that for a while. And, and pretty soon I became to the point where I did not need the medication anymore. They did not take me off of it. I took myself off of it. Was that after you had lost some weight? Um, that, that before. That was, that was in the whole month of okay. May. You know, I was, I was going to the gym. I was, I was in the gym actively. Every day I was in the gym. And I was eating, I was eating healthy. And I said, you know what? You got this. You don't need the medication anymore. You, you don't need this to tell you how to live. So I took myself off of it because I said yeah. I don't need it. And besides, I had my own um, blood testing testing machine at home to test my blood every day. And the numbers started to drop. Yeah, so you were testing your glucose. Yeah, the, the numbers started to, start to drop. And um, they, they reached around about... 301, 250, and I said, okay, okay, you're doing this without the medication. Keep doing. It was fully cardio. It, it was fully treadmill. Every day I was on a treadmill for an hour a day in, yeah. in the gym. And that right there was my, my exercise, an hour a day on the treadmill and um, eating um, protein and vegetables and drinking a lot of water. I did, I did a gallon of water a day. And uh, it became a habit to me. Yeah. Did you make all of those changes at once or did you kind of make one change and then a few days later, a week later, maybe start another change or was it kind of like a, a 180 overnight? It, it, it was a 180 overnight. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm going to tell you why it was because once I became, so once I became active in the gym, I found a, I found different ways of how to make my food taste better, you know, healthy food to taste better, and uh, it became mm-hmm. like I was like, you know, I like this. I enjoy this right here. It, it made me feel good, you know, to see the numbers go down. And uh, I went and, and went and bought a yeah. scale. So it was like a positive reinforcement. Yeah, I went and bought a scale, and um, I used social media as a um, which one to call it accountability. Um, Aspect. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, accountability tool. Yeah, to hold me, hold me accountable for my actions. So mm-hmm. I post my journey from day one to social media. I post my highest weight. I post okay. my first picture. And I said, you know, if you put it out on social media, 
you cannot go back because now you're being watched now. And people in your town see you post that on Facebook that you're going to lose weight, that you're eating healthy, that you're, that you're going to the gym. So if you don't lose weight in a certain amount of time, they're going to know that it's a, it's a fake, that, that you lie, you know, that you're not, that you're not real about it. Because yeah. that's like a woman telling somebody, you know, I'm pregnant. Time will tell. If you're really pregnant, time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're losing weight, time will tell. So you can't fake being pregnant and you, and you can't fake losing weight. <laughs> it's either you, it's either your ears or you or you or you're not. So um that was my next question was how did these how did the people that were connected to your social medias, your followers or your friends or whatever how did they react to like your posts? Were they in general supportive? Did they give you some of that positive reinforcement? Like if you lost some weight, did they say, Hey, you're looking good. This is good work. Keep it up. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. The city of America's, um, you know, I'm pretty much well known in the city of America's, you know, uh, I had a lot of friends in America's in America's now still. And, um, during the process, I wasn't seeing myself get smaller, but they were seeing it. And it was like, you're losing weight. I was like, really? They said, you are losing weight. Yeah. And so I said, I said, okay, look at the scale. I went and got a scale and, 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 um, I started to do everyday weighing that way. That was, that was, that was so bad for me because the scale would go up and down, up and down on me. Uh, but I did everyday weighing and I would see like a pound dropping, dropping two days. I'm like, okay, you are losing weight. But then, um, okay. after about two weeks, the scale dropped five pounds, and I said, "Okay, so that means you are really losing weight. You are really got you got a hold on this thing. Keep going to the gym." So then I was like, "Okay, so it is about calories. It's about calories in, calories out. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're at the gym and you're burning so many calories, and you're at home and you're eating so many calories, and now you are losing weight." So that must mean that that means to yeah. mean that you are in your weight loss um, zone with your calories now. So um, posting yeah. posting that to the to the to Facebook and Instagram became it became such a big support system for me. Um, family was was a, was a big support system for me. Um, I wanted to know about how your family responded too. My family was 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 the biggest supporters. You're losing weight. We can see it. And then also my clothes. Well, my clothes were just fitting. They were, they were fitting loosely. And, and I had to go buy new clothes. And I was in a... Yeah. The highest way I was in was the highest I was in a 6S. I was in a 6S. And... Um, Ooh, okay. It was um, 5X. And then um, it came down to 4X, 3X, and 2X, and... One that and now now I'm in the medium now today I'm in the medium, so wow um, yeah it wasn't surgery for me I didn't have any type of surgery on on for weight loss or on my back I don't have don't, I don't have any cuts or any marks on my body from any kind of surgery this right here came from fully 100 percent exercise and dieting. It sounds like you really, you cut down on a lot of the types of foods that would exacerbate your blood sugars, things like starches, sweets, like sodas and stuff, um, which sounds in general like carbohydrate restriction. Um, Did you ever employ a diet that was like ketogenic, no carb, or did you ever do anything like a carnivore diet? 
um, a quote unquote fad diet? Were there, were there any things that you tried out to see how they'd work or was it mainly just sticking to Yes. What type of stuff did you try? Every month I had a different diet. <laughs> Every month I tried different things to see how my body would add to it and see how, how my blood and my blood sugar would add to it. I, like like I do like a vegetable diet for one month. Yeah. Or I do like a no meat diet for one month. I had I had several diets that I did and every diet I, I have done have led me to today. And um yeah. it showed that I had the the willpower to overcome what was taking me down so many years ago. Because if you would have told me that today that I would be the one talking to you all about weight loss and fitness, I would have told you that you would be alive because that wasn't my thing. So uh, it's my thing now because yeah. I, I've done it. Um, I have, I have did the egg diet, you know, the potato diet. I have done the vegetable diet, the fruit diet, the no meat diet. And everything I have done was all, always came back to calories. I see. Even with, even with doing vegetables and fruit, I was always counting my calories in. The biggest thing for me had to overcome was, was sweets. Uh, I was, I, I was, yeah. sweets was. Those are tough. Sugar is a drug to me. It's a drug to me. I'm telling you, sugar is a drug to me. Um, I can do without bread and pasta and all that kind of stuff. It, that didn't bother me. Sugar, sweets and stuff was the one that bothered me. Sugar, mm. sweets, and fried food and sodas was my biggest things that bothered me to overcome. I started to um, go shopping and I, I discovered, you know, um, um, flavor water that's that's like soda, you know, but in zero calories, you know, it have it have like splendor and stevia inside of it. Yeah. And um I was like, okay, so this could this could replace your soda. You can have this instead of soda. Yeah, those yeah. are some of my favorites too. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a little yeah. flavor, it's still got the yeah. bubbles, but it's not gonna spike your blood sugars. Then doing the, the one gallon of water a day, the water would fill me up so much that I did not even want to think about eating no food at all. Uh, mm. having a belly yeah. full of water <laughs> and I mean I bet. and I mean it lasted all day long so it came down to the point that I was eating two times a day I was eating like lunch and dinner because I was first of all I wasn't I was not sitting down I was I was active I was in the gym once you on the okay. go and everything time flies by and, and and you don't have the time, you don't have, you don't have any idle time to sit around and think about stuff because you sit around and think about what's going on in your life and and and, and you're being depressed and all that kind of stuff. It's gonna lead you right back to the refrigerator again. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna overeat. So my thing was to stay active, stay going, stay uh, working, stay at the gym. And every day for six to seven days a week, I was at the gym for one hour to two hours to three hours a day at the gym. Yeah. Everything that I have done, I'm, I'm not an expert. I can't tell you that I have a, a a degree in nutrition. I'm not a I'm not a fitness expert. I just did what what works for me. I had to experiment to, to learn myself. I, I couldn't I could not look at anybody else's journey because their body and my body are, are different. I can't do what you do because my body may not mm-hmm. function like yours do. So I had to learn myself. And so I can tell you this, though. I am an expert at my own fitness, though. I am an expert at my own health right now because I did yeah. it. I did it for since 2017 up, up until now. 
So I am an expert at my own health and fitness. Are you at your goal weight now? Do you consider 180 to be where you want to stay or do you have further goals? 180 is where I'm going to stay. And and I'm going to build up now. So right now, okay. I'm in I'm in I'm in the process of now toning and and building my muscles and everything. And uh, you know, when you lose so much weight, I was I was so fearful about doing uh, about about loose skin because when you're yeah. so big and overweight, you're gonna have loose skin. And I do have loose skin. It's, mo- it's mostly in my stomach area. So I did a photo at the gym one day. I think it was two weeks ago. And I showed my loose skin. That was that was the most thing that scared me about losing weight was having loose skin. But that loose skin, yeah. that loose skin is is a, is a reminder to me of how far I've come. Oh, I like that. And it was telling me that you are going to die in your sleep. Every time I look at my loose skin, I say I'm still here. I made it. I'm not dead yet. I overcame diabetes. I overcame high blood pressure. The sores on my sides are now completely healed. You cannot tell that there was any sores on my side at all. My backbone, yeah. uh, my backbone is in very well, very well shape. Um, it has, it has, it has now fallen back into the correct shape of the backbone now. All because I got up and started to move and change my eating habits. All because I did that, and then everything else fell in line. I tell everybody, you know, losing weight is, is more than just about looking good. It's about your health. I think that very much. I mean, with with regard to even what we do, a lot of people uh, that we talk to and that we work with are very concerned about the cosmetic aspect of looking good. And everybody wants to be confident when they go to the beach and take their shirt off or they're at the pool or whatever. You do want to look good. And that is why, given your age, when you were at your peak weight, I asked if that impacted your dating life at all. But um, there is a huge health aspect to it as well. So Mm -hmm. even for people who are maybe comfortable with their size and their shape, there's still room to to be more healthy, to treat your heart better, to, to watch out for your blood sugars, because we're all getting older every day. And we got to take care of ourselves as we age. That's correct. I would add to that too. Our bodies are so good at adapting. And obviously, like we're able to get to a very high weight, but it doesn't function well. So it's just, um, it's really impressive. And I, and one thing that stood out to me from what you were sharing is um, the accountability and owning the situation you were in. I work with a lot of patients. It's huge. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I think a lot of people struggle with is they're not yet able to own their circumstance and they're still, they're still just kind of pushing the ownership um, elsewhere and they struggle to make any changes. And with that, I was curious, you know, if you were to, if you were to list your top three on how, like somebody who's just starting out or somebody who's struggling to get started, what are your top three tips to recommend to folks? Top three is find you a good support system. Do mm-hmm. not feed into the negativity because because people will tell you, oh, you look fine. I wouldn't do that if I were you. You're just fine. I have had people say, you know, mm-hmm. you're fine like you are. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. And once I started to do my exercise and, and eat healthy, why are you doing all that? You got, you, you don't need all that. See, those right there are people who who may seem to be friendly, 
But at the same time, they are feeding into your mind and negativity. They're telling you that you're fine. You're okay. Yeah. At the same time, you're not fine. You're not okay. If you surround yourself with people like that, you're going to be worse off than you are now. And my thing is to keep being, be, be consistent, be consistent with it. Don't just, don't just start today and stop tomorrow and start the next day and stop. No, find your day to have a cheat day. I know that might sound crazy, but yeah, I have a cheat day. Cheat days are my son, uh, Sundays. I was going to ask you if you did that. Yeah. Cheat days does not mean that I'm going to sit around the house. I'm just going to eat donuts and cookies and pies all day long. That's not a cheat day. Mm-hmm. My cheat day is I can have a donut or a cookie or some ice cream as long as it's in within my calories intake a day. Even on my cheat day, I do not go over my calorie limit. I see. So you still respect your intake limits. Yes. Yes. But the cheat day, it, it, it oh, gives good. my body it gives my body the things that I crave for. Like like if I, have, if I crave for some yeah. sweets or, some, or, or a piece of candy or a soda, I can say you're going to get that on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So then I work towards to keep my eating habits good from Monday to Saturday because I know Sunday coming up. I get to have what I crave for. And that also allows me to keep to, to continue to, to go on without being uh, falling back into the habits of eating sweets and stuff. So you don't feel deprived. Yeah. Yeah. You're still giving yourself what, what you want. Yeah. It's kind of controlled. Yeah. You can, you're controlling your eating habits. You're controlling yourself. Yeah. I would tell them that um, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a month's time. It won't even happen in, in three months' time. It's going to take some. It's going to. The bigger you are, the longer it's going to take you to see your weight come down. Because you lose weight from yeah. the inside out. That means that when you're losing weight, you're burning fat from the inside of your body out. You're not going to see it. People say, oh, I'm going to lose five pounds. I'm, I'm going to be slim and skinny. I found that to be. I lie. When I first started, I said, Oh, I'm gonna lose 25 pounds. I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be slim and, and trim and 25 pounds. And I lost 25 pounds. I said, wait, wait a minute, where that? Why do I still look like I was 400 pounds? Where is the, the scale that's telling me that you lost 25 pounds, but you're still looking like you're 400 pounds? Where is it at? I had to learn that, yeah, you lost 25 pounds on the inside of your body. You burnt 25 pounds of fat. Around your or, around your organs because we have fat that's that's around our organs in our body, visceral fat that we cannot that, that we cannot see, and our body has to burn from the inside out. So the more fat you burn, the more what you lose, you will then begin to see it, it happen on the outside. It took me six months to see myself change on the outside, but the scale was telling me you're going down. My clothes were telling me you're going down. People around me were telling me you're going down. But did I see it? No, I didn't see it. So I would tell them to, to be consistent with it. Don't stop. Whatever you're doing, if you're going to go for a walk, keep going for a walk every day. Do it five days a week. If you're going to do weightlifting, yeah. do weightlifting for five days a week. Find what you enjoy doing. If you like doing cardio, weights, if you like going jogging or swimming, find what you love to do. And once you look, and once you find that what you're gonna do, you will do it every single day because you're going to do it. Yeah. Just be consistent with it. Um, get you a good support system and and, and 
pretty much that's that's pretty much it for me. Dude, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. I love your approach. I love the fact that you really held yourself accountable and that you employed these social kind of accountability methods by putting yourself out there on social media. I mean, it is, it, it does kind of require a little bit of balls to do that, to put yourself out there and post photos of yourself that aren't flattering, but to say like, I'm trying to work on this. It's not easy to admit and be vulnerable like that to the world because anybody can go find that. And they, and they did. I mean, it really, it seems like it worked. And they did. And they did. And they did. For the folks listening, tell them where they can find you online again. Remind people that are just tuning in where they can uh, where they can find you. If they want to hit you up, maybe get a little support from somebody who's been there. Uh, it's, it's on Facebook, and it's called BitSlim Fitness. Um, Instagram, BitSlim Fitness. Twitter, Instagram, BitSlim Fitness. Um, you will see the logo of BitSlim Fitness on Facebook and Twitter. And you will see a picture of me on Instagram um, in a purple shirt. But uh, it's called Bitsnail Fitness. Cool. Well, I'm going to also, for the listeners, I'm going to also include um, links to your Twitter, your Instagram, your Facebook in the show notes. So anybody listening to this episode right now that wants to go check out uh, Tim, Big Slim Perry, uh, the links are there. Go click those. Uh, go check them out. I was looking at your Instagram, and it is it is actually really full of good content for folks who uh, want a little extra motivation for themselves. Mm-hmm. I just, I really appreciate you taking some time to talk to us today. I always love talking to people who have lost so much weight and, and really been successful, like turning their lives around. It's incredible. And, and I, and I did this for a reason. I did social media for a reason. I did it because people, I did not, I did not realize that there was so many people that was going through what I was going through and they did not know how to mm. change things around. I, I, I say it's a blessing to me because I think I thank God for giving me this 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 journey because it wasn't I didn't get taught how to do this I had to learn how to do this stuff on this on this journey I learned who I was I learned my body I learned how my health is now and I learned that I could be a a, a role model to so many people who are going through what I'm going through and mm-hmm. because of this journey. It has it has impacted so many lives of people who have diabetes and, and high blood pressure, and now people are telling me that they are coming they are coming off of their high blood pressure medication. They are coming off of their diabetic medication because after ten years they have finally grabbed the concept of eating healthy and exercise, and now they are being freed from medication now. And that does a thing to me. It, it, it keeps me humble. And I take it very seriously what I, what I do. Because diabetes and high blood pressure and heart disease, it's no, it's no joking matter. It's serious. That shit will kill you. It, it will kill you slowly, though. It will kill you slowly. You will, you will be dying and won't even know it. Yeah. Um, thank you all for having me on your show. I really appreciate this. No, thank you for telling your story too. I mean, I think people need to hear this stuff. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people are out there and they're just not, they're, they're, maybe they're stuck. You know, like you were saying, I'll wait till next year. You know, it's November. I'll start in 2017 or whatever. And people are kicking that can down the road. And I think it's just really helpful for folks like yourself to say, no, you need to start now, start small, even if you just walk around a track, just do that. And, 
uh, get started, take your health seriously because it can be done. So I appreciate your time today. Can I say, can I say one more thing though? Absolutely. For people who get started with their weight loss journey, if, it, if you get started today or if you get started next week, imagine yourself in December. How would you look in December? Set them short-term goals. Like if I start in July, where will I be in December? I promise you, if you would get started in July, you would be so much happier that you didn't give up. So start yeah. now, and I promise you, you will not be upset by December. December, you're going to be so happy that you did not give up on yourself. You're going to be so happy that you started in July. December is about, what, four months, five months away from now? In five months, yeah. you can lose. Yeah, about five months. In five oh. months, you can lose. 50 pounds in five months. Yeah. So if I would tell you to get started to, to get started today and keep going until December and you will see your results in December and you will be so grateful that you started in July and you went all the way to December. You will, you will be so happy that you did that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Right. Good motivation for everybody. I hope some people get off their ass after hearing this. Everybody <laughs> go, go for a walk. <laughs> yeah, go get a good workout and go lift some weights. Go eat some uh, vegetables and some protein, y'all. Put down the um, put down the soda and put down those uh, starchy carbs. You know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for talking yeah, to us, man. Thank ma'am. you so much. All right, thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a yeah. good rest of your day. Yeah. Have a great Bye-bye. day. Bye. 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 Everybody, uh, go find Big Slim on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Big Slim Fitness. If you got any questions for future Slimmer Circle topics, if you want to hear your name shouted out on our program and you want us to answer your questions, you can contact me at jason.alme, A-L-M-E, at teamalme.com. Hit me up with whatever uh, questions you got. This has been the Slimmer Circle presented by the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Want to say what's up to all our partners in the inner circle. That's the Hood Diner. That's the Blunge Podcast. That's hashtag no offense. That's Simmons and more. That is any pod. We love all y'all guys. Hit us up. Check us out. Comedy is dead. And check out the sports show as well. They're both on this feed. So check out our shows. We do love you for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Subscribe, motherfucker. And we will see you next time on the Summer Circle. Peace. Peace. Low voice, I was in the crib when my balls dropped Earthquake when they hit, bro, they split rocks Now my girl's hotter than that summer asphalt If she turn me down, God knows that it's her loss Baby, what's your number? Baby, what's your name? I'm about to head to my house, you should do the same